Good morning. Uh Kuf Kaf Thomas Base. still haven't moved on with the Gemara, but uh just Reshman Gimel. Reshman Gimel the face just quickly run through this and then uh that will wrap up this then at least. So Reshman Gimel says face, Afidu Merchat is Tanur, even a bathhouse or a tanur or a on oven. If a person hires them out, rents them out year after year, and it becomes public knowledge through that, his death is not to hire out workers, or hire out, sorry, to hire workers, right? Rather, he's just masked the whole place. Likewise, if the minag of that place, the majority of that place, which the Allah goes with, Got to be the majority. They rent it out, or they give it out by resource. Then it will be mutter to hire them out um, to a goy or or to give them to arisus. That means say even the merchot or, or the tanur, which until now we said is forbidden because um, people always assume people always assume that it's done the torah and therefore it would be forbidden. But if the minakamokim, or he does it in such a way that it's clear. Everyone knows that it's not his, they're not the person not acting with Shlichus, the guy's doing it as Asdanache, Baris, whatever it is, then it will be perfectly permissible. Says the Ramah, even in a place where it's also, if the Yisrael doesn't actually even own the Merchats or the Tanur, Raks the just he hired them, he rented them from a goy, the and then he in turn, rent them out to a goy, okay, then surely it would be permitted. The ancient because it never got called, it was never really called Cohen's bathhouse. It was the goy's bathhouse, which the Yid rented from the goy and then hired out to somebody else. So you don't have the problem of Shema Yisrael Yeah? Yeah, is that, is that clear? Right? Likewise, likewise, basically, brings a, brings a, a from the Goenim. If he bought a bathhouse from a Goy, but before even settling in there and setting up his business, right from the very word go, he hides it out to a Goy. So again, he never had an opportunity to be called Cohen's bathhouse, the Jew's bathhouse. Okay? And the Morgan Avon and others say, you can rely upon that. So if you buy something, you buy a business, but before you even settle in there yourself, you hire it out, from the words go, that's fine. Um, but, with that sort of shul of the basis of Bishim Degarenim, it also comes a possible kumra. Again, the kula being, if you, even if you buy the business, but before you even settle in there, you hire it out, it's muta. But a possible Khumra sort of spin-off that comes off it is that who are they? There are those who say, says Aneshabura, that if you rent from a goy, so we tell you rent from a goy, never got called the Jews' bathhouse. And then I rent out to a goy, so I rent from a goy and then I rent it to a goy, it would be permitted. It could be that only if I never actually did anything there myself. But if I rent it from a goy, I've been working there for five years, and then I decide, you know what? I'll rent it out to a goy. No, that doesn't work. Because then it did become Cohen's bathhouse. I've been working there for five years. I've got a lease, whatever it is. 
There are those who say that that. Um, but likewise, there are plenty, there are but others who disagree with that Chumrah. They say that's not, that's taking it too far. The Shabbat just brings both, both days. Um, he says, likewise, Sorry, say again? You're saying that there was an in-between stage, it wasn't on the Jews' name. It wasn't open on Shabbos. Oh. It wasn't even open on Shabbos. It wasn't even open? No, no, it had to be acquired. Yeah, the name so is because property. it was... Yeah, because during the week it was open. No, no, no now you decided to hire it out, hire it out to a guy. No, I'm saying it would be open, I would say. Yeah, yeah? So, you've got Yesh Yesh. I mean, the, the Yadokha brings a little bit more information about it. The, the Yesh Omen is the Taz. So it's Mashallah Morgan Avram. Prima Gordon writes like that. Um, well, I suppose in the Morgan Avram that is. Um, but you've got, you've got opposing shifters as well. Lemaitre, it seems that the, the Yadokha says this stubber to be Makal. Yeah? He says in the he would side with that. But, yeah, because he says, but that's well, if you rent it from a guy, it doesn't get your name on it, unless you've been there for a, really a, a number of years. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a shuva from the from Dine Vice. He says pe- people people rent a shop from the from the government. I don't know if today this is his common practice. That was the way it was done. He says that this this was common practice. The council, the council adopted. Right, okay, so you said that, that, that was common practice. He says there, he says, based on this B.R. Adolfo, it's going to be more problematic if after 10 years you decide you want to rent it out to somebody else. Because it's seen as your shop. But, um, <coughs> so you give them eight pieces, what you should do is close the shop for, uh, for a month or two and make sure after davening you don't leave anymore at, uh, at uh, Ashray or whatever it is, right? You stay there after them, you stay there for the mission afterwards, right? And even after that, you're, you're there. So everyone gets the impression of what's going on. Obviously, he's, he's obviously not working the shop anymore. Right? They can see the shop's closed. You've got plenty of time on your hands. So then when, after a month or two, you rent it out to a goy and it opens up again, people see there's a goy in there and they'll say, right, it was closed for a month or two. He's enjoying life taking it easy and there's a guy in there looks like a different proprietor yeah, that's what they that's the eight he gets right? it's just it's a sticker question it's a matter of matter of getting it to the stage where people don't see it as being the there's no problem of my sign anymore um, 
Yeah. But the remote just finishes off. The f- that could be. That could be. in Yish Merchatz, the Vesira, so if you've got a bathhouse in a, in a residential uh, property, the Yishmerchatz in Merchatz, the only people who actually use it are your own family, extended family, the people who live there. The Heim Yodim, and they know, Shesacharoi, Heim Yehudi. That now it's been rented out to a Goy. Well, I'm sorry, it's permissive. Because the only people who will have ever associated with Cohen's bathhouse are the Cohen family. Or extended family, right? Yeah? So that's... Huh? It's remote, it's remote. Yeah? Yes, I mean, it's in your residential property. So the only people who know that this spot house even exists are the people local who are using it. But then there's no problem with our science. They also know that it's now being rented out to a goy. Yeah? The, the, the issue comes when it's a public bath house. So people walk past on Shabbos and they say, Ooh, that's funny. Look, the smoke coming out. I don't mean, right? It has in, uh, the boiler's obviously working. Yeah, it does actually work in some places, right? So, um, so it's, yeah, what's going on? They don't, they, it, it's, it's on such a, a level people don't know, they can't put two and two together. And the more people that know about it, the more problematic it becomes. That's generally the, the issue. So then, that's, that's, when you have the, that's when you have the issue. But if it's in a residential property, only, the only people, it's only used on a small scale, then you don't have that issue. It's worse. No, it's not. It's much better. And those years who use it are the, are the, are the, so the ten people who know that and they know that it's, that it's been hired out now to a boy. Yes, but on Shabbos, there'll be smoke going out from it, and people see it's being used. Yeah, so these other people, they've even knew there was a Jew who owned the bathhouse. Huh? Again, they don't even know. Yeah, no, that's that's when it's a public one. But over there, no, that's not the issue. The issue is everyone knows this is Cohen's bathhouse, and you've got thousands of people who are who are using this on a weekly basis. When they pass by on Shabbos. How many, how many of those thousands are you going to be able to get word out that this has been, this has been rented out? It takes a long time for news to travel that far. When you've only got ten people who use it, those ten people know it's been rented out to a guy, and as for anyone else who's walking past them, it's all funny, there's smoke coming out, didn't even know there was a bathhouse there. Yeah, but they don't see smoke coming out of it. He doesn't know it's a yid. They don't know, they know that a yid owns a bathhouse, not called Cohen's bathhouse. But it is his house. No, it's in the chutzah there. It's in the chutzah there. This is... Somebody's lit a fire. No, it's in a Jewish chutzah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's no Jew over the house. <coughs> I think it's just an ordinary fire. What do you mean? 
anything. It doesn't make a difference. Why should it be me more than anyone else? There's no reason to assume that, it, that it's the Yitz who's doing it. Right? The maid. Some Goyim who have rented the property to use it as a bathhouse. No, it doesn't make a difference who's doing it. They never associate it with being my bathhouse. Right? There are those who are even more maple, Mr. Burrow says. They say, if your bathhouse, that's used by the public, but it's not in your property. It's yeah. somewhere out... It says, Mr. Burrow says, because the of the Echod may have bias, may have based the Roshelot. Correct. One of his properties. Correct. Yeah. In the Chotzer of where he lives. So you've got ten, ten houses open up onto this Chotzer, and in that Chotzer he's got a bathhouse running, which are used maybe by the ten people who live here. But there's only one who know that a bathhouse exists under Cohen's name. So it's also very easy to get word out to them. If you see smoke coming out from Shabbos, fear not, it's been rented out to a guy. And that's anyone else who's walking past, they'll just look and say, look, okay, interesting, they don't even know you have a bathhouse there. So smoke coming out, so somebody's got a bathhouse there, they don't know who it is. It could be a guy. There are those who go even more make than that. They say, you know what? Even if you've got a bathhouse, which is used by the public, but it's not in your residential property, it's in somebody else's chotzer. A few miles away. Right? So who's going to know that it's yours? The only people that will know it's yours are the people who live local, local things. They see you coming in and out of it. Well, to them it's easy to get word out that it's been rented out to a boy. That's a, a further quarter which is brought from the... I mean, not everyone agrees with that, but that's... Yeah? That, that, that's, that's the further could have brought forth in the Mishnah Bura. The Ramal finishes off now, and he says, as the Zerach Kalam you should know that if one was over, and he rented it out in a place where he shouldn't have done so, Yish over some say just Chorim Muta, he can... He shouldn't have done it, but he can at least keep the... He can keep the profit. Yesh Omer Mesam says she offers it's forbidden. The chain eka and that is the kapsak that it's offer. Find the common says to him Reish Mem Hey. So the Mishnah Bura says that the Achorim comes to the conclusion that the Emma says there's no real machoikus necessarily here. Yeah. If you're doing it, if it's the case where you meikar then it was muta. The only reason it was offer was because of Marasayan. <coughs> yeah. So, for example, a bathhouse, in a, in a normal case, the reason why you can't um, lease out the bathhouse is because people don't assume that it's been leased. People assume that it's working on a shlichus basis. So you've got somebody working for you on Shabbos. But that's not the MS. The MS is, I've done it in a way which is 100% halakhically permissible, but there's a problem with my sign. So you shouldn't have done it. But if you did do it, you can keep the, you can keep the money. However, if you do it in a way which is 100% also, so you do actually have a guy working for you, which is 100% also, then you can't keep the money. Yeah? Um, yeah, that's it. Okay? That's Simon Reishman Gimel. The other one we wanted to look at was Reishman Hay, and then Bez Hashem, that will be it. We will be ready to move on. Right? Reishman Hay is now, Reishman Hay deals with 
the Shmamehis deals with a a partnership between a youth and a goy how can it operate on Shabbos? Now, this is a very, very common shyler. I mean, we talk about it with people, people who have businesses and they want it to be open on Shabbos. Or, right? Or they may not want it to be open on Shabbos but they've got a partner who does want to open on Shabbos. What to do? Is there a way of making it permissible and people get very quick, yeah, no problem, bring in a goy, he'll, he'll run it on Shabbos. It doesn't quite work so simply. Right? This is what this, uh, this seven deals with. If you've got a business which is jointly owned, by Yid and Agoy, how does it work that, the, that it can run on Shabbos? So again, once again, the, the Mishaburah gives us a, an introduction which will sum up the, at least the, the first few Sifim. So it's probably good to take a look at that before we start. If you look at the uh, way it says, you saw the inner Yehudi Bechudu right a few lines down. The end of the Mishaburah. Got that yet? Where, where the Aleph is? Okay. So, he says you should know. The Haheta uh, Gomor, the absolute Heta, when you've got a Yisrael and a Goy, is who be in my Yisrael, Yishla Eza Ezek, Omelach of a Shutzfetima in a Yodi, is when a, a Yid has a business or Samalach or whatever it is in partnership with a Goy. If you want to do it in a way which is absolutely Mutter, to avoid any issues, you should do the following. Shayasnu mitchila that they should make a tanai right from the very very outset. Kodem shaleichin mishutafus before they buy in, in partnership, and this should be the tanai. Avoid atol b'shabbos. The yitzur to the goy. You work on shabbos. V'sikach kefi malachtecha, and you take according to your work what you earn on that day. You take hinrav omaat whether it's a lot or a little. Okay? It happens the Fiyar says, when it comes to it, he says, you don't necessarily have to use those words in other words, it's self-understood. You take the full profits of that day. The Ani E'avot Kenegdecha Yomechodecha I will have, you don't want to lose. See, this is the whole problem. If the guy's just going to take Shabbos and then the rest of the week you'll split, well then it's definitely no problem. But that's the point. I don't want that to happen. If he's going to have Shabbos, I want a different day Kenegdecha. So the best way to do it is before you even buy in together. Shabbos is yours, Sunday is mine. So relevant, you may, uh, you may do much better than I do, I may do much better. That's the way it'll work. And I'll take according to my work. When it comes to, at the end of the month, dividing up the profit, the goy takes payments it kept, kept a record, which is very important, Ramosha Feinstein says. It's no good if you say, yeah, yeah, you take all the payment for Shabbos and I'll take all the payment for Sunday. It comes down to the market and he says, so how much do you make on Shabbos? I don't know. And it all just went into the, into the till. Did you count it? No. Oh, well. Okay, we'll just divide it evenly. Next month, same thing. That's a joke. Then it just becomes words. The Alma, that's nothing. I say that because it doesn't necessarily mean that he has to take everything for Shabbos. You can decide afterwards to divide evenly. But that is because I say, look, this is what I earned on, this is what you earned on Shabbos, this is what I earned on, you know, on the weekdays. Do you want, how do you want to divide it? Right? Well, you can only start talking about that to the if you actually have records of that. 
Or, you can get a situation where it comes out of the month, oh, whoops, we forgot to write down Shabbos, or it got, things got a little bit confused. Yeah? I'm not quite sure, you know, things went a bit, went a bit wrong, we had an extra expense, uh, I've lost track. That's reasonable, so we can then divide evenly. So that's a mutual agreement. But not if we just make this uh, an unofficial agreement, but sort of under the table, don't worry, it'll be an even divide. That, that, that's worthless. Yeah? But for the time being, we're talking about the absolute clear-cut peta. It's decided before we buy in together, and when it comes to dividing at the end of the month, end of the year, we divide according as per the agreement. That what? That's the way to do it. Okay, they can look back, so much case they're fine. Yeah. But, if they didn't make this agreement to start with, and at the time when it, they come to dividing it up, he says to the guy, well, Dr. Fyach has just informed us that we do have a record of everything. You take the Shabbos profit, I'll take Sunday's profit. But we didn't agree on this before we started. This was just where the time to divide. Oh, I suddenly got the Tadok, I was running the Rishman, hey, yeah, there's a problem. Oh, don't worry, we'll get around to it like this. No, you won't. Zerubadai also, that is most definitely also. Because essentially what you're doing is, you're saying, oh, whoops, Shabbos, he was working for me. Oh, you take you take the payment, and I'll take uh, you know I'll take your your profit from from Sunday, because that's essentially what's going on. I've got a chelik in Shabbos, you've got a chelik in Sunday. We'll just do a switch. You can't do that. Yeah. So if they didn't make it tonight to start with, is there any way to salvage the situation? Suddenly, he realizes during the year he's got a problem on his hands. What should he do? And when it comes time for Chalukah, they just simply did divide equally. Right? He didn't try and be clever and say, Ooh, whoops, I've got a problem for Shabbos. Oh, I'll take your part on Sunday and you take my part on Shabbos. No, no. We just simply divided all the profits equally. So, that is a question asked in the Gemara without a Shaila without a, without a Shuvah. So the Ramam goes to Khumra and the Rosh goes to Kura. So the Machabe is Sasan Ko Ramam, so the Machabe is Machme like the Rambam. And the Ramah Paskin is Ko Rosh like the Rosh. The Makhem has the Godel, where there's a great loss. In history, the Kodem Shebo would it, yeah? So if there is a great loss, you could rely on the Rosh. In history, the Kodem Shebo would it, Shati Kanal. The fourth permutation is, they made the Tanai before they made the partnership. And then when it came time to divide it up, they came to a mutual agreement to divide evenly. That's not even a point to the Ramba. Because we did have an agreement in place. The Goy's got every right to take everything from Shabbos, and I've got every right to take everything from Sunday, and we, ch- we changed our mind. In which case, that's, well, that's, I say changing my mind. We came to a mutual agreement that we'll do it differently. That's fine, because you're giving up what belongs to you. And he's giving up what belongs to him. That's perfectly fine. Yeah? 
Just like if you receive a present from a guy, you then have to ask him, oh, when did you get this money? We've well, gone on child's story, I can't take that present. Well, of course you can. Yeah? No issue was done with it. Yeah? Yeah, all the clothes, yeah? Makes sense, right? So if you make it tonight to start with, and you fulfill your tonight, mutter the gamri. If you make a, start, a tonight to start with, and you could fulfill that tonight, but you come to a mutual agreement to do differently, that's fine as well. If you didn't make a tonight to start with, and you then they say, well, you take for Shabbos, I'll take for Chol. That's about the, more or less the, well, other than you actually taking the Shabbos profits, which I suppose is probably even worse. But that's about the worst arrangement you could possibly have. Yeah? And the one which is in between is where you didn't make it tonight to start with. And when it comes time to divide, you just simply divide all the profits. Yesh for yesh. These are the main dinim you'll find in these first few seitim. Yes, I brought in the Gantane and you've already come in. As for the rest of the details, you'll find it further on. Now, before we go further on, and probably in at least an equally common situation is where you have two people who are working together. And one of them is a non-religious Jew, and one of them is a religious Jew. And the religious Jew has got his ideas of what we should be doing on Shabbat. And I, I know of a case like this, right? I'm sure you probably also know of cases like this. The Jew doesn't want it to open on Shabbos, and the non-religious Jew, sorry, the religious Jew doesn't want it to open on Shabbos, and the non-religious Jew says, you're absolutely mad. Shabbos is the, is the best day, right? You're absolutely mad, Right? Or get a case where the Jew says, well, I, I don't mind. I mean, I say it that way around because the Jew probably doesn't want to facilitate the Goy. Sorry, we're not talking about a Goy here. The non religious Jew working here. I mean, you know, he should be trying to stop him. But am I that short of dissolving this, this whole uh, partnership, what am I supposed to do? So can I say, look, ah. Uh, I can't be my brother's keeper. What can I do? Well, I can, I can only worry about myself. So look, I won't work on Shabbos. Ooh, but wait a second, I'm going to have him working to my benefit on Shabbos? No. So before we even start out this partnership, we'll make it tonight to start with, you have Shabbos, it's your prerogative what you want to do on Shabbos. If you decide to open it on Shabbos, I'm telling you I, I don't think you should be doing so, but if you do, then I'm having Sunday. Does that work? I said to you, I said to you, 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 He's become, what's he supposed to do? He's got a thriving business now. He's become a Baal Teshuvah. His partners aren't quite as enthused as he is. They think he's abs- absolutely uh, nuts. You know, what's happened to this guy? Somebody coming in and telling us we have to close on Shabbos the most profitable day. Well, there's a special together for Baal Teshuvah. No, there's not. may not be trying to escape the Orthodox Jew. We have to give a Pesach which is within the confines of Halacha. Yeah. 
recognized by, by the local Orthodox rabbi. Okay? Uh-huh. So we, we know where to, where to turn. There was somebody who wanted to know. Okay. What number of the Avenue? You're right. A rov has to be a hechochamein operosh. Sometimes has to use a little bit of pitchos, but either it's within the confines of Allah or it's not. So Ramosha says here, sorry, I can't be as maker as Dr. Friday wants to be here. He says, we can't do anything for you. Because he's trying to be clever and say, don't worry, right from the very outset, we were opening a new business venture together. This was, uh, I made it tonight right from the very start. That's not going to help you. Because just saying, but, but what do you mean? But I'm not working on Shabbos. I'm not getting any profit from Shabbos. Are you really not getting any profit from Shabbos? Hold on. If he didn't open the, the, the business on Shabbos, would you be getting Sunday? Yes or no? You wouldn't. I'm saying no. Would you be getting all the profit of Sunday? No, it would be half-half. So by him working on Shabbos, you are gaining half of Sunday. So you are gaining from Chilol Shabbos. It's not the same as a Goy. A Goy is not Chilol Shabbos. I was asked to shake off it. So I'm gaining from what he does. I was asked to shake That's not a problem. But you can't gain from Chilol Shabbos as you said. It's... it's uh, Definitely can't have that. So Ramosha says, sorry, we can't have that. Now that's obviously aside from any other issues that you may have with this. Um, because as you said, you may, besides, besides the fact that you may actually have a hand in Chilol Shabbos anyway, Messiah and things like that, um, so he says the only thing you can really do here is the only way really to do this is to become a shutuf with him. If you want to be a shutuf with a, with a, with such a person, the only way really to do it is to make for, make sure your shutuf is just on the weekday. Six days of the week and we'll divide that and that's it. What you do on Shabbos is not my prerogative. I can't stop you. It will not affect, I will not gain during the week because of that. Yeah? This, this is from the very outset. This is from the very outset. Some people should know. You're right. You're right. There can be there can be uh, issues with it. That 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 Rabbosna comes on. So we run out of time. There's Hashem next week. Good question. Rabbosna points that out as well. Ramosha is not coming on to that yet. All he points out is even in this thing you, you'd have a bigger problem besides Marasite. You've got to ensure though that you are not having any um, benefit because it could be even indirect. Otherwise, you're going to say yeah as well. Okay, that, that means that he's got to be able to run the business completely independent of you. If he's using your joint, uh, joint, uh, sort of, you know, it's no good. But you're quite correct. There are other issues. It's not, it's not a particularly good uh, arrangement. You've got to be very, very careful with, with such a, with such a thing. But there are ways you have to publicise it. Yeah, have to publicise it somewhere. There are ways to do it to make it publicly. You know, known. That's often what they do with these sort of things. I mean, not with that one in particular. I remember there was a shock. Yeah, so it's not a secret. I remember when, when Kosh Kingdom, you remember there, there was a big fire there? And I, I, I don't know what the, what the thing will know, there was something else. But the, but the, the, uh, the issue was, it's in the middle of a 
thriving Jewish neighbourhood, and on Shabbos they were busy in there, obviously, obviously Goyim, but they were busy fixing up the shop. You can't have that within the Tchum Shabbos. I mean, we know that's a problem outside. They had a big notice there, as we were advised by Halachic uh, thingy, we are publicising this is not within our, our hands. We've asked them not to work on Shabbos. Or something like that. Basically, they put a big public notice there saying this is nothing, which is out of our hands. Have a good Shabbos. <laughs>